Two sisters lived on separate sides of the states. One in NYC and the other LA. They both moved to Chicago and decided to stay. Now here's their playful podcast packed with Kid Lit Parlay. Children's books. Are they really that great? Talking children's books is with Kate and Fuse 8. Children's books. Why, what, and how? Fuse 8 and Kate will break it down for you now. Happy New Year! Oh, Happy New Year! When this airs, it'll be a happy... Happy New New Year! It will be a newest of the New Years. Absolutely. The newest. Yeah. Yes. And we, I mean, looking back at 2022, I had a pretty good 2022. I don't know about you. Did you have a pretty good 2022? It was all right. It was all right. It was better than 2021 and a lot better than 2020. I mean, Low I had, bar, but... I mean, I know. had some good things happen those years, too. You know, getting engaged and buying a house. Not bad. Getting Not married. Bad. True. And... True. That, okay. You know what? That's true. You, you did know. have some good things. I had then. some good things. Yeah. So I have an idea. Oh. Um, and maybe it won't work, but I want to at least give it a try. I think, because I was listening to Pop Culture Happy Hour, and every year around this time, they do predictions for the new year. And then the next year, they listen to the predictions and see how well they did. Okay. So I think we should do some predictions for 2023. Oh. Okay. So I'll give you a little time to think. I'll go first. Um, my prediction for 2023 is that I will uh, sell a book. Oh. I uh, And hopefully a oh, novel. Oh, personal prediction. Sure. Or maybe, maybe we should do both. So that's my personal prediction. And then my... Okay. And then my... Bigger prediction for the year is that we've been seeing a lot more uh, graphic novels for kids coming out. Um, I predict we will see so many that there will be more graphic novels that get nominated for uh, Newbery Awards than not graphic novels. Oh. That's a big prediction to make. Okay. But I'm going with it. At least one will get nominated. There we go. Okay. Okay. All right. How about you? How about you? Uh, personal prediction. Pers- personal and then anything and besides book, that. Well, okay. it doesn't have to be a book. It could be it. Okay. Personal, I would, I, I really hope I get a new job. Yeah. I hope that too. If anyone wants to give me a job, <laughs> I'm a really good project manager. Hashtag, please give my sister a job. For a, like a book prediction, I'm going to say that, um, a book that's going to get a Caldecott honor. Okay is going to be a black and white. Ooh, that's a good prediction. All right, all right. Probably not going to come true, but I don't hey, care. You never know. <laughs> the world is a crazy place. And speaking of crazy, uh, this is Fusing Kate. It's a podcast. And uh, I'm Betsy. I'm Kate. And what do we do on this crazy here podcast? We talk about the new year. We do. And the new, well, actually not the new, the old books that came out. New to me. At least, yeah, new to you books. There, that's a lovely way to put it. Yeah, yeah they came out at least 20 years ago. Sure. And uh, you know what book came out right at 20 years on the nosy? Huh. Uh, it's, it's, it's today's book. Oh. Oh, yeah. I'm okay. very proud of it. But before I even discuss that, I, we didn't actually discuss what we do when we talk about We rate them books. if they're good or not. That's right. <laughs> and so this book came out 20 years ago. It is still very popular, still in print, and... It is cold weather related. Oh. So I've been sitting on this for quite some time. So long, in fact, 
that it's due back at the library, but I don't care. <laughs> I'm giving it to you instead. Are you ready for this book? Okay. Here we go. Bear snores on. By Karma Wilson. Illustrated by Jane Chapman. That's right. Bear snores on. That person's name really Karma. That's awesome. Her name, yeah, her name is Karma. That's I don't know if that's her original name. I I've always assumed it was, but maybe it's not. Maybe she, maybe she took that name. That's a great name. It is a great name. Yeah. I really wanted her to be like a. Like in a in a gang, like so, like karma's gonna get you, you know? No, I guess not. Yeah, no, I think that'd be awesome. Of course, every time I hear a good name, I think like, could I pair it with my last name, Karma Bird? No, it'd be horrible. The problem with noun last names, I tell you. But it is a cool name. It is a cool. So name. take this book and read this cool names book. Okay, excellent. While Kate does her read, let's find a little background information on where exactly this book even came from. So, not that long ago, Carl Wilson sat down with the blog Read, Learn, Repeat and was asked, where did this book come from? This is exactly what she told them. Quote, When I first started writing for children, I avoided writing in rhyme. Though I was personally quite drawn to it, but the rule said, no rhyme, no talking animals. So for three years, I followed those rules. I piled up a lot of rejections. I was actually on the verge of giving up writing picture books and decided my last ditch effort would be a rhyming picture book with a talking animal. <gasps> and thus, Bear Snores On was born. And it felt so good to write what came naturally to me. I'm a rare breed that has a hard time writing straight prose. Rhyme pairs my word choices down and provides me with structure that helps me move my story along. Maybe due to a musical background, hobbyist, vocalist, rhythm, and rhyme come more naturally to me than many writers. That book has gone on to spur many, many sequels, the most recent of which came out in 2021, and that was Bear Can't Wait. And for those of you who like to pair your picture books with alcohol, there is a beer called Bear Snores On. No relation to this actual book, but here's a description. This complex and dark Russian imperial stout was aged in whiskey barrels. Brewed with an extensive malt bill, it's surprisingly smooth on the palate and features strong notes of chocolate and dark fruit. This is the perfect beer to take into hibernation. Now, typically, this would be the moment where I do a big snore. I do a big, gross-sounding snore, or just reverberate off your walls, but I can't... Can... Yeah, see, it just sounds like you're stuffy. Right? The me 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 is good. You I'm all about add, the me me me. You have to add that at the end. But I can't figure out how to do the first part without sounding just completely congested. So I'm not <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt it. You just have to picture it in your brain. Though you did very nice one. Thank you. Good. Very Thank nice. You. Very well done. Yeah. Even before getting into this book, um, I feel like there was a book we did recently that had a really good dedication, and I don't remember what that book was, but, oh, I, I but I'd like to add this book to the list of books with oh, good dedications. great. Um, because this one, by Karma, says to Michael, David, and Chrissy, who love to wreak havoc while mom and dad snore on. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. Not yeah. bad. You want to hear my favorite dedication? And I feel so bad. I don't even know the guy's name or what book it was in. But it was <laughs> okay. like, to my mom. I would have made a terrible doctor, mom. People would have died. <laughs> and I'm like, dad. Oh, so good. It was for some YA novel. I don't know what it was. Uh. It was great. Well, we uh, we got a rhyming book. Yeah, she's a rhymer. 
Yep. She's a rhymer. You know, it's the, the rules say you can't do it, but they do it anyway. Yeah, it's not bad. No, the problem is if you do it well, it's fine. It's just not everyone knows they do it poorly. <laughs> and so they just do it and things go badly. Yeah. I mean, she rhymes lair with bear. Which isn't, that's fine. Which isn't one that's that not would, even a soft rhyme. I think that's a legit rhyme. It is, that's and I wouldn't, think, I wouldn't think to rhyme those two. No. Because they're spelled differently. If I got you know? my rhyming dictionary out, maybe. But even then, I don't know that I would think to do that. Yeah, so we got this bear. Uh, and he's sleeping. In a lair. And he's, uh, you know, cuddled up in a little heap. Mm-hmm. But in his lair, there's just an, a couple of ears of corn just chilling out. And I'm like, wait a minute. How did he get a hold of corn? Maybe in it's the... a hole near a cornfield. But, but there's it's... a lot of woods here for a cornfield. And yeah. There's a lot of snow. Yeah. So he's been holding on to some ears of corn that look pretty darn new. You know new. what? Maybe he does what my squirrels do and people buy corn and then they put it up for like displays in the fall and then the squirrels are just like, but this free is, corn! This isn't dried out corn. You're right. That's legit not dried out corn. It looks brand spanking new. Maybe he's got a field where he grows <laughs> his own corn. Maybe it's that field where those creepy scarecrows were from that book we read earlier this oh, year. Oh, yeah. yeah. <sighs> I don't know. Anyway, so he's there and he's sleeping. With his corn in his with lair. With the corn. With your corn in the lair. And then, I, this is a really fun, like, patter to read. Mm-hmm. An itty-bitty mouse pitter-pat tiptoe creep crawls in the cave from the fluff-cold snow. Yeah, that works. See, she scans well, which is a really big part of the read-aloud component. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even I mean, think about that. Yeah, because if it doesn't scan well, and then you have to read this in front of a group of kids... And you're stumbling over the words, kids are giving you the side eye, and chaos breaks out. That's a bad scene. Well, the illustrations, too. One, you know, the left page is in cool colors, Cold. and the right page is in warm colors. Because Cozy. the mouse takes out a little tiny Zippo, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and he makes a fire. It yeah, seem- where's, where's the flint and the, it and just the spark says, he came he, up with? It just says he lights wee twigs. <laughs> With, with a wee zippo head. With, with a small hot spark. I think he's got a wee little zippo. Yeah, if that's where the sparks come from. <laughs> if I know one thing, that's where they come from. I think they were just missing that in the illustration. I mean, I guess the bear did not have a fire already going, so he couldn't steal it from him. No, no. Uh, but it's weird that there is enough of a fire to make <laughs> smoke... And it doesn't wake up the bear? Well, it's a tiny bit of smoke. It's a teeny tiny fire. You don't that think, is a really small fire. You don't think smoke would wake up a bear? I mean, how how out is this bear? Now, we've learned that bears don't technically hibernate, right? They estivate? Isn't that what we've learned in... in I don't know. I read a lot of kids' nature books. And science like, from the English science major. Science from the English majors. And I've heard <laughs> that they don't actually hibernate, they estivate, but maybe... Maybe I'm mistaken. I don't even know. I Maybe don't know. when you're hibernating, smoke isn't as big a deal. And then again, it's like it says, That's you know, an ear of corn, all right. Yeah, there's more corn. That's really weird. There's lots of corn in this cave, but uh, I guess Chapman just liked illustrating corn. But this bear's just gonna keep sleeping Maybe while the mouse it. makes a fire. Well, now we got a hare mm-hmm. uh, that comes into the den, and uh, the hare and the mouse apparently know each other because the hare's like. Oh, mouse, long time no see. And uh, they make some popcorn and they make some black Whoa, tea. Where did, where did they get the popcorn popper? From, no, they got the tea cup. The tea cup was already in the cave. Right, that I got. But where? how did they pop the popcorn? Oh, from the corn. Yeah. They just popped it on the cob yeah. and then just broke it off. 
Oh, hence the justification of why the corn is uh, why there's is so there. much corn, right. So Jane Chapman, the illustrator, reads this manuscript and is like, well, where the heck do they get the corn, like the pop, the corn to pop the popcorn? Right? Am I going to have like a popcorn popper sitting in the cave? And then she's like, no, I'll just put ears of corn. Yep. And that solves that problem. See? However, she does. this is what I don't understand. Rabbits are predators and will hunt and eat mice if given the chance. So you really think that this rabbit wants popcorn and tea? Well, here's, I think this is a way of alleviating the rabbit's hunger. Like, you don't want to eat me. Have some delicious popcorn and tea. Well, they're apparently, they know each other. So they're at least acquaintances. I'm always fascinated by books where they refer to one another by animal name. Oh, yes. Which sort of suggests there's only one of them around. Yeah, because yeah. it's capitalized. Exactly. Mouse is capitalized. There's only one mouse hair, in the Hair is capitalized. It's also equally likely that they just can't distinguish other creatures from one another, so they just call every single mouse mouse and every single hair hair. We're also yeah. not talking about where this black tea came from. I mean, um, I'm assuming that's from... If if the bear had corn, then by all means he, he had, had tea black leaves. tea. Yep. He had pea tea leaves just sitting in a, in a packet somewhere. So they're just chilling in front of this fire. I mean, have, the fire, which has gotten quite large at this point it was small when yeah, it started rabbit yeah rabbit has helped uh make it bigger so. oh that makes sense yeah so uh the... at this point i think the bear would be disturbed by the smoke but nope it's still sleeping okay or, i'm sorry it's just really the bear snores on oh the bear. <laughs> that's the name, <laughs> the name of, the, of the book is not the book. nope the bear's still sleeping <laughs> that'd be a different the book. bear's yeah. conked out is, the that, bear is that what it's called dead to the world yeah and then a badger comes in mm-hmm. here's my random badger fact for you hey give me a random badger fact that i learned from a work conference i don't remember anything else from the conference except for this one fact i love that you picked up a badger fact Hit all me. badgers are born in february <laughs> okay so this badger's either like a year or so old or uh could be two years could be two years if this takes place in february does he say at some point it's my birthday because that would be awesome nope he He does appear to be the size of the rabbit which i find unlikely i believe badgers are significantly larger than rabbits so maybe he was just bored yesterday who knows yeah he could be maybe yeah sure a month or two old yes depending on well can't be that i mean it was in february this seems to be a winter i'd say he's a year old yeah all right he's a year old okay he says, I smell yummy yums, and he brings with him honey nuts. What's a honey nut? Oh, uh, wait, is that what you make Cheerios out of? They're nuts covered in honey. <gasps> they're honey avano. They're honey nut Cheerios. Okay. There's large portions of my brain just taken up with jingles. That's unfortunate. That's one of them, yeah. So he brings food which is nice that's actually way more decent than most of these books where people are like hey i want more oh, of your stuff just you wait yeah ways oh there's a is there oh, a moocher don't, don't hold, is there a moocher just, hold on hold on all so right first, i'm getting ahead of myself first okay. we got the badger who yeah. brings these honey nuts and he's like let's divvy them up cozy down dig in and huh, the rabbit fair. and the mouse are like heck yeah heck yeah and they're never mind if that bear wakes up and won't eat us all. But they're that's fine. chewing away and chomping away and crunching away. But the illustrator has decided to make the rabbit have that face that we all make when you have a piece of caramel stuck <laughs> in your teeth. Yeah, right between the gum and the. Or tooth. when you have a yeah. popcorn kernel. That's stuck what I'm between thinking of. Teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what. That's and you the find face. it like half a day later, and you're like, "How long Ew. was that there? And how could it stay there? And am I not know? Yeah, mm-hmm. do not floss. No, dude, I'm talking about that same day before you have flossed. You said half a day. Half a day. Okay. You start. You had popcorn for breakfast, breakfast. as you do. Okay. And then at nighttime, you find the popcorn. <laughs> What's weird about this? I don't uh-huh. understand. Yeah. Okay. So right. So they're all chowing down, and the bears still sleeping. So then, Snores on, in fact, yes. So then at the same time, we have a gopher. Whoa, wait. 
a mole. Four. Hold on, hold on. We have a gopher, a mole, a wren, and a raven come into the lair. That's a whole bunch. That's a lot of animals. That's a that's a flurry of animals. Who are, you know, they're, there's there's a big storm happening, and so they all just... What does the mole care? He's coming from underground. <laughs> well, both the gopher and the mole Wait. Come, come up from the floor. Well, then what do they, what do they care? Well, they were fine. They don't care what's going on with the weather. Well, yeah. they, they they feel the warmth of the fire, Betsy. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, and they all want to come into this lair, and they're chatting, and they're just having a good okay, old they're having party. A party. Yeah. Yeah. It says that the, a slumbering bear sleeps through the party in his very own lair, so. Mm. In his very own lair. Yeah. There you go. Try this at home, kids. So now the hare, again, is like stoking the fire. Mouse is seasoning a stew. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds delicious. All right. But meanwhile, all those other animals didn't bring anything. They brought nothing. Nothing. They're, nothing. they're just expecting. Well, okay. They're I guess expecting to be fed. Is in the saying. illustration, it does look like the wren is like putting pepper flakes in. However, one of those pepper flakes gets to the bear uh, and the bear sneezes. Well, that was a mistake. Right. This is why you never put pepper in things. On the one hand, I do like the tail of the wren is stripy. Yeah. Which I is like a nice too. little detail. I like that too. Um, but on the other hand, the bear isn't saying a chew like you would expect I a would, sneeze I to would go. Expect that. It is saying raw chew. Well, that's a bear like sneeze. Raw chew. Sure, that's how bears sneeze. Bears sneeze. I'm just making with stuff a, up as with I go. Because they were like they they they're naturally inclined towards rars. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, okay. Yeah. Well, all the uh, the food goes flying everywhere. Oh, gross! From the sneeze, covered in bear snot, and the bear is furious. He's he's growling and snarling and roaring and jumping and stomping. Y'all, y'all gonna get eaten by a bear. I did look up. Do bears eat mice? Do bears oh, yeah. eat rabbits? Do bears They're eat omnivorous. gophers? Do- They're like us. They'll eat meat as well as... Uh, well, it did say that uh, the bears will eat them if they're in, like, easy Yeah, like proximity. a bear's not gonna, like, go leaping off a tree to a get bear's a not gonna hunt for a mouse it's not gonna hunt for a however mouse. if there's it's not a, a mouse yeah. right in front of it oh yeah <laughs> right uh, but my favorite is the mole hiding in the teapot okay that's a good move mole actually except your feet are not the same color as the teapot your body is ironically you well, no the, the, the mole is black and the teapot is like a navy blue right okay I get it's it. really cute though though i it's imagine feet, this teapot is very hot because it just yeah, has wait black a minute, tea in yeah. it yeah what kind of like amazing? But if your choice is yet. between getting burned by a teapot or, or eaten by a bear, I'm eaten gonna... by a bear. Hello, I'm, teapot. I'm gonna get burned. Yeah. So right. So the bear is furious, and it's because he's got YOLO. <laughs> Who can blame him? We've he's, all been there. He's like, look, I was sleeping, and you guys were having all the fun. You and weren't I... all like, let's and... wake up bear. He'd be super fun and... to have awake. And you were like, no, we're just. And gonna I, I haven't home. had any fun. And he whimpers, and he moans, and he's pouting, and he's blubbers like... on. So yeah. Sitex, yes, yeah, because he really wanted to have fun. No one wanted with it me. And no one asked me to have fun. I wanted. Join the party, but I can't. He was in his own freaking cave. The least you could do was wake him up. Yeah. Well, the mouse pipes up and says, mm-hmm. 
don't worry, we can pop some more corn of yours. We can brew some more tea, <laughs> tea of yours. <laughs> oh, and the this, bear goes, oh. I made a stew out of all the food that you were saving up for the winter. Yeah. And, and that stuff you were going to eat in the spring, say see ya. Yeah. So the bear is, he's eaten. Appeased. <laughs> and he's happy. And he's telling stories through the night. And mm. and it's a really cute illustration of the mole and the arms snuggly, of the bear. Little snuggly mole. Herky and herky and mole. cuddly. It's super cute. I want a mole. I want a bear holding a mole. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little more specific, but all right. <laughs> and then as the sun starts coming up, bear can't sleep. And you turn the page. But his friends snore on. And I've got to say, this is the happiest I have ever seen a raven in my entire <laughs> life. It has got a smile on him. It's and called he, a raven grin. Yeah. And he's he's as fat as a chicken. Yep. Yep. But they're all just cuddled up on bear. Who's looking rather miffed, I should say. His expression is not one of joy. Yeah. So let me finish the book for you. Betsy. Oh, okay. All right. There's a verse that was left oh, out. Oh, great, wonderful. Read it to me. Um, Bear knew <laughs> he had mere moments to gain some more weight. So he ate all his friends with delight, said Kate. <laughs> the end. Story checks out. Bear would eat them. Yes, I believe that is true. Yep. It always disturbs me when picture books have like some sort of predator who's friends with their prey. Not so much bears. I can, I can you know, mammals you don't have as much of a problem with. But whenever it's a spider friends with other insects that always gets to me like everyone thinks i'm going to eat them I'm like yes that's what you're supposed to do weird spider doesn't the rabbit exist. should have yeah. eaten the mouse i don't know but they go back so yeah, they, go they, back. they, I they mean, have they a, history. a history together like technically yeah maybe the rabbit should have eaten the mouse I mean, anyway. the rabbit dated the mouse's sister it's a whole like, thing yeah, yeah it's awkward <laughs> no anyway all the more reason to eat them quite frankly all right, ratings time. Okay, so I, I really like the illustrations. They're what I call realistic cartoony, if that's yeah. a, if that no, no, makes no, sense. Yeah, no, no, it's legit. Yeah, I think Chapman's a British. Uh, oh, I it's... got that from the we. From the we? She says we. No, 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 the, the author is not British. Oh. Just the illustrator. Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Interesting. Interesting, yeah. Why would you say we if you're American? Because uh, nothing else rhymed. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, if... It's missing some animal bones, in my opinion. True. But there should be some on that cave floor. But it's a cute story uh, with a mouse and his tiny little Zippo and the mole and the teapot. But the last four animals didn't provide any food for the others, Boom. which is rude. Um, even if the raven killed the mouse and then presented <laughs> the mouse to share, which that, would have been on point, that would be something. Sure. Um, I think this is a nice wintertime book, so I gave it a six because I just don't see myself reading this book in the dead of summer when it's 100 degrees outside. No, no, I agree with you. And I think that's actually its major selling point. You've got these librarians and booksellers around the country who, when the weather is cold, as it is at this time of year, and you don't want to do holiday stuff, but you do want to do a winter-themed story, and you've already read The Mitten 20 times, uh, this is the book that you grab because it does rhyme, but it rhymes well. It yep. It's not poor rhymes. And it's not like Dr. Seuss where it takes like 50 years just to read one book. I'm looking at you, Horton Hatches the Egg. 
and it's uh it's bouncy and fun and the pictures read well across the room they're bright they're colorful uh and it i say it sticks the ending i think it's got a good final with, with line. my extra verse you're saying i well <laughs> it just sticks the stuck ending okay yeah it was yep. extra stuck <laughs> once you did that yeah um considering the use that it has and just how it's held up after all this time i'm, I'm a 6.5 so with our scores combined, it's over a five. It's so a it's classic. a classic. It okay. is a classic. Yay! Nice. A twenty-year-old classic. You're welcome, author and illustrator. Letters time. Ooh. All right. So Lorelai was in conversation with you about a spreadsheet about um, what we have said, and so I will be posting that uh, this week on my blog. Please look for it. Uh, and it was a spreadsheet you yourself created, Kate, of everything that we have done so far. Yeah, so it's just a go. Google sheet. Yeah. yeah, it's something for people to consider. And then when you told her that, she said, thanks for the spreadsheet. May I again suggest that we need T-shirts to show off being a fan? <laughs> Maybe in 2023? So. The only problem with T-shirts is that every image of us that has been created for us was done by some nice illustrator who did it out of the goodness of their golden glorious heart so they would have to get a cut <laughs> um we would have to inform them and then pay them however for their work someone if they wanted to donate oh there you go if some, someone wants to donate then that could eh, be put on merch or or we could just pay them i mean we could just split the cost it's we could do maybe, that maybe it'll be, it'll be i was thinking at ala we needed merch merch isn't a bad idea merch isn't a bad you've always been promoting the hand sanitizer idea which i've always found a bit much but uh what do you mean everyone needs know. in it this yeah. was during the time of that was during the time COVID. of COVID, though. you're right you're right yeah yeah but something all right we'll work on it we'll work on it Oh, and the other one's a visual. Um, I will be sure to put this on the show notes so that people can see it as well. But uh, our lovely friend, uh, you know, Lark, uh, the third sister. Nope, Lark's our uh, cousin. Oh, you're right. Lark's our cousin. There you go. Um, <laughs> Just so people aren't aware, if you are a fan of this show and you've written in multiple times, we assign you um, a, a part of our family. Form of, of relation. Of so you're either our sister or our cousin. That's right. You know, we need some... Uh, well, Lark found the perfect... A uh, holiday card for you, my dear. Oh, and uh, here you great. go. If, uh, can you describe it to the people? It is for d- demonic, disturbing clowns, and below the clowns there is a angry pig, pigs and clowns, wearing a little gray pointy hat and bells around his neck. I don't know how she knew, but you used to live with a clown and a pig. It, that I sure did. Yeah. So it, this should bring back memories. Well, you know, the clown didn't look like this, and the pig didn't look like this, there but you go. sure. Sure. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> and it says, Merry Christmas, greetings, and may you always smile from, parentheses, why, close parentheses, ear to, so it's like ear to year, oh. ear, ear. That's a weird one. Yeah. So, it's, so it is kind of an end of the year uh, yeah. type thing, so appropriate. Yeah. Appropriate to ring in the new year with uh, it's great, Betsy. clowny goodness. Thank you for sharing Yeah, that. It's great. And uh, that that fits in so well for our next segment, Grown Up Things We Like. You go first. Okay. Um, so I am reading, I don't, I don't want to alarm anybody, I am reading a grown-up book. Ooh. A book written by a grown-up for grown-ups. Now, in a past life, was she also writing for teenagers? Yes, she was a YA author. This is Gabriel Zevin. Uh, but she's written a book called Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. And I didn't know anything about it, except I kept on hearing people that I trusted 
in various media that I digest saying, this is the best book of the year. This is the best book of the year. You're going to love it. It's amazing. It's going to blow your mind. So, you know, bar, pretty high. But I haven't read an adult book in a really long time. And I was like, you know what? It's got a colorful cover, which kind of looks like a magic eye poster, which is on purpose. Because <laughs> it, it starts um, in like the 90s when magic eye posters were really big. And it begins with a bunch of people in a subway trying to see something in a magic eye poster. So I love that. It is, one person described it as, since I started, I was kind of surprised to find what it was about. And then looked and, and someone was like, this is the great American novel if it was about gaming. And it is fascinating um especially because i'm pretty sure the characters are my age they're a little bit older than me but if you go by the years when they went to college yeah they're pretty much my age and i have never experienced that before so i'm still reading it i'm not done yet but i am very impressed from what i've heard okay yeah so far well i received a lot of really good puzzles this holiday Mm. but when we were in london I noticed Lawrence King makes a lot of great ones that I wanted to share. So I received a Charles Dickens puzzle Ooh, that nice. contains 70 of his characters within the puzzle. Whoa, I don't think I could even name. Like if we were playing that game where you have to like, what's the game, like the nerdy game where you have to like keep uh, naming numbers ge- of things? Geek out. Geek out. I could not get up to 70 if yeah. someone said well, like Charles Dickens characters. But there's also, there's a Shakespeare one. I can do it with Shakespeare. There's an Agatha Christie one. Ooh. There's Sherlock Holmes, Jane Austen. So if you are into puzzles. Is there a narrow wolf? Uh, no, there's not. Uh, but and you like uh, a thousand piece puzzles go check out lawrence king puzzles you can't buy them from their website unless you live in the uk or ireland but i found some on amazon um just look up lawrence king puzzles and they're like 20 bucks so, maybe you can get them through canada sometimes when i can't get stuff through Rangel, no i went to the website uh, never mind okay. yeah Dang. but on amazon 20 bucks highly recommend them there are a lot of and they're hard but not too hard so my favorite kind of anything yeah excellent well that's wonderful all right well we've rung in the new year it's a brand new 2023 ding-a-ling ding-a-ling <laughs> who knows what new things are going to happen but one thing we can guarantee lots more picture books that we will be discussing yeah because we never run out and now and now now we can do books from 2003 you read my mind okay so many books have opened up to us i cannot wait okay (laughs) yay and until i figure out what those books actually are i've been betsy i'm kate bye fuse 8 and kate is a fuse number eight production you can reach us at fusekate8 at gmail.com you can follow our podcast on twitter at fuse underscore kate You can follow us on Instagram at Fuse8Kate. That's Fuse number 8, Kate. Listen to us on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or Player FM. Or follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by Haddon Kime, and our esteemed estivator is Drew Atienza. Fuse8 and Kate is a creation of Kate Atienza and Betsy Bird.